Well, hello and welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. I'm Matt Ford. I'm joined by Matt Dyson. Hi right? there. Hello there. I'm delighted to say we're joined as well by Frank Skinner. Yes, I'm. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> you can definitely, at the very least, we can say you were here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm proud to be here and happy. Uh, you're obviously here because you're celebrating 10 years at Absolute Radio. I'm partly here for that, but I'm partly here because I do really like this show and uh, being on it is a genuinely um, pleasurable, lovely well, thing. You're welcome oh, every week. Oh, that means a great deal. Um, I'm just trying to think 10 years, did podcasts exist 10 years ago? Um, yeah, I think I might have been. Do- I remember someone phoning me up and they said, "Do you want to do a podcast? You, we send you to the World Cup. You watch, you get to watch all the England game. I remember that. And two semi-finals and a final. And oh. I said, "Yeah, yeah, I'll do it." And then I phoned up David Baddiel and said, "What's a podcast?" <laughs> <laughs> and did he know? No, he did know. Of course, he's very he's much more finger on the pulse. Than I. I remember What's those podcasts. Podcast? God, that was brilliant. Now it was, um, it was. I mean, the that, joy. Was, from, that was the Vuvuzela song, wasn't it, from that podcast? Was well, it twenty ten? We did Germany, and we did, um, and we did South, South Africa. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, Germany was 06, wasn't it? And also, I went to that um, that final in ninety eight when Zidane got the two <gasps> goals. I was at that as well. Wow! And then again, in in a full circle, I was at the final where um, he did the headbutt. Yes, against right. Italy. Yeah, brilliant. And and got sent off. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, it's great, you know, being there. Are they are World Cup finals as exciting as you would imagine? They're absolutely. I tell you something that's brilliant about World Cup goals, uh, World Cup finals, is the World Cup is very, very gold, even from a long distance. <laughs> it looks important, the, yeah, World, the yeah. World Cup. And when you see it just being moved <sighs> about and stuff, it's very, very exciting. That's probably more exciting than seeing the players, it's just seeing the trophy yeah, in their own eyes. Something. something there's something brilliant about it, especially the year the French won it, because we'd had the World Cup in our possession uh, for a photo shoot, and I'd, um, well, I'd, 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 um, I'd come into contact with it in an informal way when the man who was in charge of it went out to the toilet for a minute, and I, um, I almost made love to it. Should we put it that way? <laughs> did you kiss it? I, no, I didn't kiss it, but you wouldn't have kissed it after I did what I did. To it. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> God, it's still going to be hard. Well, watching the French players kissing it was certainly a, uh, a twisted pleasure. Because I remember you recreating it for Three Lines 98 yeah, with a melon custard. and some custard. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That was a joyous thing. And, but. but until then, I never realised you could do that. No, no, it was, I, I had the I mean, I think I can safely say I invented that idea. It's not that practical. If the World Cup ever got stolen again, I suppose they could do it in the final. (laughs) Can you even get custard in in Paris? Yeah, probably not. No, God no. Very thin custard. That'd be a great texting. (laughs) Right, well, enjoy the podcast and we'll see you on the other side. Brace yourselves, it's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. It's Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio. Matt Ford, Matt Dyson, and delighted to say Frank Skinner. Frank, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm very excited about it. That's not irony. <laughs> it's not irony. I'm genuinely excited. Oh, so hard to tell whether you're being sarcastic or not. It's the accent. I'm stopped with that. The transcript will show that you're excited. So <laughs> exactly. I'll, I'll take the black and white printed version. <laughs> what do you mean if it goes legal? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I mean, it'd be great if it did. It'd be amazing. Well, wouldn't publicity. It? Yeah. I, I don't mind uh, being the, the sacrificial lad. <laughs> I've been on air six hours so far, so I'm, 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 I think a career-threatening remark is just around the corner. Oh, excellent. Do you feel um, slightly 
tired as a well, result this, of this plastic this, sound. This is like the drink stop in the marathon because I, you know, I think this is a cracking show. I love you guys. Oh, thank you. And the so it's, it's given me a big uplift. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm I'm pleased about that. This is the Paula Ratcliffe moment. Yeah, where exactly. you perhaps well, exactly. Uh, can, you t- can you tell from there? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. I mean, it's mainly water. <laughs> but that's a good sign. That's yes. a good sign. It's when it's too dark. That's when, uh, thanks, that's when you go and look at your lifestyle. <laughs> thank you, Doctor. <laughs> Matt Dyson is here to give us a roundup of today's Premier League games. Slim pickings. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's added ukulele today as well. Uh, But slim pickings once again in the Premier League. We're being mugged off by the cup once again. On quarterfinal weekend, in the early kickoff, an animal-based mismatch. The Hornets have stung the Seagulls. Uh, Watford, uh, the Eagles even. Watford beating Crystal Palace 2-1. That game's about to finish. In the Championship, Sheffield United are beating Leeds 1-0. In the Yorkshire Derby, just three, seven minutes left in that one. At three, the worm-eating Gruffalo takes on the Northern Irish David Brent. Sean Dyche's Burnley at home to Leicester City, where Brendan <laughs> Rodgers is now in charge. Jamie Vardy's had a fresh lease of life since Puel departed and we can expect the caffeine loaded skittle rat to be literally chomping at the bit again today due to his pre-match routine of five coffees four cans of red bull a family bag of skittles and a pouch of your finest scandinavian snooze chewing tobacco elsewhere bournemouth play newcastle at the vitalite stadium magpies defender fabian share is out for two matches after picking up a tenth yellow card if only he could turn back time just not just not enough love and understanding from those overzealous card happy referees now Cher is up in the stand feeling all the shames just like Jesse James and I'm spent at the Taxpayers Stadium West Ham take on the terrible Terriers Huddersfield sick note central for Manuel Pellegrini with Andy Carroll being ruled out for the rest of the season due to an ankle injury joining Jack Wilshire on the sidelines more crocs than an Australian alligator farm Arnautovich is back after a mysterious illness though we also have the championship to focus on today Frank's beloved West Brom a club in crisis having just sat oh, their manager <laughs> despite being fourth Four. in the table yeah uh, not so much bounce in the boying of the baggies right now with diving Dwight Gale starting up front probably oh. after they could only manage a draw last weekend against Rock Bottom Ipswich who coincidentally Nottingham Forest play today it is rock cool. and roll football on absolute radio with added ukulele are we nearly at the end? 15 seconds oh no just say something else Let's rock. Let's roll. Let's football. Oh, Brindley, that's a catchphrase. I was at the birth of a catchphrase. Here's the last bit. Uh, the birth of a catchphrase that already is in an incubator. It used to be in my job, a catchphrase doula. <laughs> used to go to comics who were trying to find a catchphrase. Really? Yeah, wow. and just support them. Nice. I'm now desperately trying to think of people who have catchphrases. Tommy Cooper? Yeah, it's quite an old school thing, yeah. well, isn't it? Yeah. Is, is it? I, suppose, I mean, I was it the fast show built on? Wow, well, yeah, yeah, certainly, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but well, not many go. comedians use them in stand-up now, though, do they? I don't. Think, I'm not aware of anyone who. who... No, that's it. That's a. Uh, oh God, it must be. It's ripe for a comeback, isn't it? Frank, we've got a couple of treats for you that we oh, will uh, that we will unveil throughout the show. Um, I won't ruin the surprise, but I've already I've made a mess of one of them. Oh. Okay. So all will be revealed. Is Darren Morgan to jump out of a cage? 
<laughs> in a very hang, hang dog maudlin <laughs> oh, oh that would be great that, that, oh. that would be so awful well stick around to find out yeah. kicking you into shape it's the rock and roll football podcast still 1-0 to Sheffield United in the Yorkshire Derby at the top of the championship and we're delighted to be joined by Frank Skinner for the whole show today to celebrate 10 years on the station mm. So Frank is a special treat. I should get a testimonial, shouldn't I? Oh, God, yeah. yeah. What would a comedian's equivalent be? Just a big gig. I suppose it would yeah, be it the, would be a, a, a public um, radio show where all the takings went to me. To you, yeah, that's a great <laughs> idea. Yeah. I mean, now I think a lot of the the current crop of players they give it to charity. Yeah, they stuff, do. But, yeah, um, yeah. In the old nah. days, players just it was a way of stopping them from sleeping rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, uh, I hope you're not at risk of that in um, the immediate well, future. Well, who knows with the current political climate? <laughs> I think we all are. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Post nuclear, <laughs> Britain will be sleeping. Um, for this, the first gift is a kind of apology because um, I know you like fish and chips. I do, I do like fish and chips, but we had, we couldn't have them today because of your your allergy. I have I a severe that. allergy. I understand that. That is life threatening. Is it really? Yeah. Yes, anaphylaxis. So all all fish. I wish now we'd abided to it more strictly. <laughs> <laughs> well, as a, as a kind of apology, I got you a tin of tuna. Oh, oh, so it's nice. not um, it's not fresh fish. No, but even so, it's slightly dented. Is it one of those from the basket? <laughs> I knew you were going to know. Yeah. I dropped it coming out of the flat this morning. That, you're that allergic? Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feels it what, if it's, what if it's an expert? That'd be like a grenade landing <laughs> yeah. by most people. My body rejected it yeah. oh, well, at hand yeah. level. We, did, we didn't have fish, by the way, so don't, we, 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 didn't, we wouldn't do that. No, I appreciate that, but uh, as an apology. And as no, a, thank you. That's lovely. Uh, do you think you'll ever eat it, or, or yeah. is that just going to go out the back of the... <laughs> of course, why would I Wait, not Will you mix it? it with mayonnaise and sweet it's po- corn? It's Poland line, Court. It's posh stuff, I got it from oh, M&S. That's, yeah. that's dolphin friendly, yeah. yeah. exactly. Nice. I got that from M&S at St Pancras Station first thing this morning. So and it's... what about the contents, tuna and water? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they didn't even take it out of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> it's, scooped. it's been scooped. <laughs> it has been scooped. Frank, we're going to talk about West Brom in a bit. Um, Darren Moore, your... Well, I would say successful manager so far. Yes. Ooh. Got fired. Well, had he been booked um, uh, two or three weeks earlier last season, we might well have still been in the Premiership. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'd like to thank the, the board for not doing that because the Premiership <laughs> is one of the most depressing places yeah. well, we a team like us can be. Yeah, we wouldn't well, know, really. Well, trust me, it's, uh, it's, it's grim. No, but I, he was much loved, Darren Moore. Yeah. Also, it's a pity that he happened the week of the mass um, pitch invasions because I don't know if you saw him against Leeds when a Leeds fan ran on the pitch evaded two stewards in that way that fans really love. Yeah. And Darren Moore suddenly shot and took him down with oh, it, like nice. a rugby tackle. Oh, oh I mean, that is... That, Cluffy did that against yeah, QPR did. in the yeah. 80s, when he started whacking people. It was brilliant. He did it so well, and he's such a big, heavy man, yeah. the guy didn't struggle at all. He just <laughs> lay there in a... I don't want to make him angry, kind of. This is how to deal with the so situation. That, that's, that's an alternative yeah. work in football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, he, if he needs to go high vis career wise. Yeah. Oh, good, well, good, good luck to him. So his next move is to become a steward. Yeah. Well, he was much loved, though. I really hope somebody. Gives I him loved him. Chance. I wasn't even a West Bromwich Albion fan. He seems like a lovely bloke. Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, and you know, when he played for us, he was one of those players that you call honest. Yeah, and yeah, he was, he was a, a real big centre back, wasn't he? Big, yeah. strong knock him over centre back. Loved him, but which uh, uh, so weird with you being fourth in the table to get sacked. It seems ridiculous. I saw him play at Cheltenham Town once in a pre-season friendly, and I sat with um, Brian Robson, 
And um, Nigel... Winterberg? Went, man- went, went on to be the Leicester manager. Adkins. No. Um, yeah. Pearson. Yes. Nigel Pearson. And Nigel yeah. Pearson. And they were both <laughs> pointing knowledge. out to me that Darren Moore jumped off one foot instead of two. Oh. And that, that was a constant source of frustration to them. <laughs> and I would never have picked that up in a million years had I not been sitting with two wow. seasoned pros. And they were absolutely right. So he didn't get quite as high because oh. it was just, just one foot propelling him. Maybe so, kids, any children listening, remember that. Yeah. I would jump off one foot at gigs, at rock and roll concerts. I once stage dived. I can't dive, do two. And when I landed, um, my, one of my feet gave way. And I not only landed on the floor, but a good deal of loose change oh. came out of my pocket. Oh, dear. It, it really was bad. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Well, we've got an update on these comedian catchphrases, Matt Dyson. It seems Ooh. to have captured the uh, the mood of the nation. Yeah, they are still happening. Although some, I'm not so sure that uh, some of these comedians actually use them or encourage audience interaction, like Mickey Flanagan's out-out is coming in a lot. That was just part of a routine, wasn't it? Yeah, it's not like he says, I'm going out, and people go, <laughs> yeah, out, yeah, out, yeah. out, out. <laughs> well, and garlic bread with Peter Kay as well. A lot of people saying that. Al Murray's pub landlord, someone's got in touch to say, uh, pint of beer for the gentleman, fruit-based drink for the lady. Yes, that's true. I he also does... that still exists, but he definitely did use that as a proper catchphrase, didn't he? Yeah, and he says all, hail, all hail the ale and stuff like that. Yeah, isn't yeah. cheers one of his? I know it's minimalist. <laughs> but I think that was one of his things. Okay, yeah. I use that on emails. Is that where I got it from? <laughs> but, yeah. Like the old days when Jack Warner's, the musical star, used to be mind my bike. I mean, how do you even get it in? <laughs> Mind my bike. Was that, was that meant to be funny, or was that just a? It was. It was. You know, it was very popular. The audience, when he did it, went crazy. And was that a euphemism for something? Was it meant to be an innuendo? I don't, I don't think so. I mean, Rob Wilton's was the day war broke out. That was his catchphrase. <laughs> well, I mean, you have to elbow. You know yeah. I mean, you have to. Force how do you slip that in? Yeah. Weird. Oh, the day war broke out. How would hey. you say it? <laughs> it said the day war broke out, and the crowd would go mad. And then he'd tell a story about it. That's quite cute. Um, <laughs> obviously, Frank having you here is a, is a great honour. But we both grew up watching Fantasy Football League, mm. which was the football comedy show. Really, the only time it's ever been done. Um, and on top of that, the author of three like oh, is author the right word? I'm happy with that. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't. Yeah, that's a good question. What do you call a songwriter? Lyricist. Okay, I'll lyricist for that. <laughs> I suppose. So, on three lines, who wrote what and what was the division of labour between oh, the three parties? Well, it's been a long time. Um, <laughs> certainly. The day war broke out. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Well, the day words broke out. <laughs> Ian Brodie, um, he wrote the music, so he gets 50% of all the royalties. Right. And then me and Dave shared the lyrics. And what we started off with, what do we want to say, kind of thing. And we, what we want to say is we still believe that England could win, but we are fully aware of their frailties and previous failings, which was quite, at the time, quite a radical departure from we are definitely going to win, we are brilliant, uh, which was yeah, yeah. And then, um, I don't know, because D- I've, I've had arguments with Dave when he'll say, uh, so I remember when I got the idea for fantasy football, and I say, hold on, was it like that? <laughs> I think as a doubler, you, you have to remember that you're a two-headed monster. So I, I think when two people are sitting in the room writing words, who knows 
actually where it comes from. It's it's from the mixture of those right. two chemicals. And then obviously once you've put it out there, other people can copy and, and change because uh, Three Lines famously has been at number one three different times. Four. Four different times. I know. Um, now, there was, a, there was a fifth tilt that you may... Um, I'm sure you're aware of this, UKIP. Oh, yes, I remember that. UKIP covered three two, lines. Two women in uh, Union Jack mini dresses. <laughs> We've got it here. They want prisoners to vote. They've taken all our fish. <laughs> that was my favourite bit. <laughs> I'm surprised you can even listen to that without getting ill. <laughs> taken all our fish. I like they want prisoners to vote. Because a lot of them have put X's in boxes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, do you get any royalties from that? If, no. If you can do well, <laughs> is it in your financial interest? Um, I don't think you could be going to do well, are they? But um, you never no. know. You never know. Um, no, we sort of let that one go. We could have, I suppose, um, sued UKIP. Sukip. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I don't think it was like their official song. I think these two women went rogue. Right, yeah. Even the party distanced themselves from it, probably. <laughs> I imagine. Yeah. It was a step too far even yeah, for Yuki. Come on. <laughs> yeah, so, um, though I did like um, Tommy Robinson's World in Motion. <laughs> <laughs> We should try and get... Oh, man, imagine. If someone could do a, uh, a pastiche of that before the end of the show, that'd be great. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Now, I should have said at the start, today is quite an emotional reunion for Matt Dyson with Frank Skinner because, Matt, you've been a, Frank, a fan of Frank for, for a long time. You attended the Absolute yeah. Radio Gala at the uh, Palladium yeah. with your... Partner or wife? My wife. Wife, yeah, yeah. yes, I didn't yeah. know that. <laughs> wife Katie. Yeah, which woman was it? <laughs> <laughs> she was there. My wife was there. Man yeah. is mistress. Yeah. <laughs> what a way to reveal it, eh? <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, yes, no, and we were quite near the front, uh, and I was very excited to be watching the start of the stand-up show. We had to make a sharp exit, um, and I was trying to... My wife was heavily pregnant at the time. Debatable whether we should have gone, really, but I thought, you know... You could say fine. debatable whether it was yours. <laughs> <laughs> it is now, after all this chat. Uh, no, um, so, and she felt a bit light-headed. And uh, later on, we found out that she had like pregnancy-related anemia, and so she needed to go to the hospital straight away. And she was saying, "I feel a bit lightheaded. It's really hot in here." And I was like, "All right, just wait till uh, wait till Frank's introduced the first act, and then we can sneak out because you can't go out midway through a stand-up set. We'll get picked on." And then I tried to hold her off, and she's going, "No, I really need to go now. I feel like I'm going to faint. I need to go now." And I was like, "Right, fair enough." So we had to get up and walk out. At which point, you noticed, as all comedians <laughs> would, that there were two people walking. Walking out, which but never I goes down well. I remember being on all fours. <laughs> yes, that's when she got to the aisle and we started to walk down the aisle. She fell over, and yes, she was. I think there may have been a point where she was crawling. Yeah, but oh my <laughs> god! But she didn't look like she was. Craw- it looked like she was crawling in. And I thought, God, how drunk is this woman? She's actually crawling no. in down the aisle. Um, but I did then. There was that sort of tension that you get in the yeah. theatre when someone's ill, and I just went away. I mean, it killed my crowd work in the first. Yeah, piece. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry about that. I, I feel partially to blame because I held off on it. We should have just gone straight out. But yeah, you did stop taking the Mickey out. Of us when you realised what was going on. Yes, so it's fine. I didn't know quite what was going on, but it, it didn't. It went from um, sort of 
student prank to someone who looked ill. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. I, I thought I'd, I'd leave it there. Good, thank goodness for that. But yeah, you're right. It was a bad time, and there were plenty of other gaps with. That was the night when the organiser of the charity said to me, said, right, so you're going to come on from this side of the stage and the comedians will come on from over there. <laughs> Thank <Nice>. you. <laughs> I like it when you do those things, I'm sure you do this, where you have to have briefing calls with people the week of, like, a corporate gig or something like that. You end up on a... On a what? Do you have these? I, I didn't. For this one, I just they gave me ki- ki- cards to say in the introductions. Starting, welcome, uh, tonight we're raising money for Macmillan Cancer. And I said, um, I don't think it is Macmillan Cancer, is it? <sighs> and they said, yeah. It's Mac- I said, I, don't, I think it's stand-up. Uh, it was stand-up for cancer. Yeah, okay, yeah. and um, they said, hold on, I'll go and check. Oh, you're joking. And then they came they back got the and said, and the woman says... Turns out you're right. It is a stand-up. Oh, and, I, and I thought, as a sense of, you know, it's cancer. Yeah. But I thought, wow, I can really trust these cards. Then we got wow. The of course, I announced this on stage. <laughs> the Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. It's got a kind of UK feel to that, hasn't it, Frank? Or banjo kind of... Something happens to it at the end when it becomes like a different song. And I, I just like the end bit. I'm not sure about the other part. Like the end of Maggie May. Oh, yeah. That goes into that lovely <laughs> Spanish guitar. I remember when John Peel mimed playing that on top of the pops with a mandolin. Was that kind of Pans People type thing? Cause... They couldn't get Pans People that way, to <laughs> John Peel. Couldn't get Rod, couldn't get Pans. <laughs> Just get someone to, uh, to mime it. Right, it's, uh, as always, we do the Rock and Roll Football Supporters Football Club. So, it's got to be a team that's playing in the three o'clock kickoff. We are going to root for West Brom today in Frank's honour as he's doing 10 hours of Radio Certainly, Solid. Yeah. Unless you've got a better suggestion. So, ideally, it's a team that you support. That really should only be one team. Where do we stand on people who have second teams? Oh, yeah. No, I, I don't think that's a, a good thing. I, I, we sometimes, me and a mate used to fantasise about who we'd support if West Brom went into liquidation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a, and who did you yeah. settle on? I think we said Coventry City. This oh, was when we lived nice. in the West Midlands and we didn't want to go too far. And we couldn't do Wolves or Villa or Blues because it was too yeah. close to home, really. But, yeah, I think it was in the bad days we used to slightly fantasise about the club closing down. That would have been, you'd have done all right out of cough. The well, Checker Trade trophy last yeah. summer. Was... There's an element of frying pan and fire about, <laughs> yeah. about that one. But, yeah. But text us who you would like, uh, like us to root for in the three o'clock kickoffs, 8, 12, 15, and unless you can beat West Brom, um, then, then it's West Brom. Mm, most people can at the moment. <laughs> Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Incredible drama already in the Premier League. Matt yeah, Dyson. We have. Oh, we got a sound effect for ascending off. Hold on. Uh, uh, just, just the air. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just use the air. Yeah, on. great. Stick with that. Uh, Harry Maguire has been sent off for Leicester City away at Burnley. Slabhead Maguire, straight red. We don't know why. All we can see so far is foul play. <laughs> and there's. I can't believe oh, it! Oh dear! What is going on already? Oh dear! Uh, yeah, at Portman Road, there's a, an update as well. I forced to lose in one nil. It's only just started. Hit a switch of rock bottom of the table. I mean, they look like they might have to be staging some kind of comeback. Now, they had a great escape. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my uh, Playoff chances looking not looking good, are they? Now, we're asking you for your suggestions on what team we should support today in the three o'clock kickoffs. No one has really given a reason why. People have just texted Charlton, Sunderland, Grimsby Town, Luton. Someone's Everyone's talking teams. about pop music. <laughs> 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 
That would have been a much less successful yeah. single if he'd cited it. John Sunderland, Grimsby, Luton. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think we're going to stick with West Brom. Yeah, and that's that's yeah, and, and you've, got the be- that. you've got the best mascot in the in the division as oh, well. Boiler I mean, man. That boiler man. I mean, I, what are you I, I love like boiler him, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, as I said when he was first brought in that. He, you know, boiling boilers represent yeah. warmth yeah. and um, yes. and safety. Whereas, yeah. you know, online betting people think that's a great sponsorship <laughs> yeah, for yeah. poverty, pain, <laughs> and despair. So give me the that's boiler true, actually, anytime, you make a good point, yeah. any day of the week. And I think the actual mascot with the white tights and that, yeah, is, an actual boiler. He yeah. wrote to me actually, boiler man, sent me a, a boiler man goodie bag. <laughs> in a second. So I've got t-shirt bag. Wow. And a coddle boiler man for my son oh, do they because you need a professional to remove the cover of a boiler mm. does that apply to his well mascot a, suit can he only be his, put on and removed by his, a his boiler suit trained yeah plumber I, I really hope that's true <laughs> I hope that um, it, it does keep a regular temperature as well. <laughs> I once worked with a guy. Well, I, had to, I went to an England game with Ty, Tony the Tiger. What? The, uh, the Frosties? The Frosties no thing. way. Great. And yeah. he was sluggish. Was he? Um, <laughs> and he was leaning on me at the match. And I said, Tony, you're, you know, you're a big unit. And he said, I don't feel very well, actually. He said, I got... Um, he said, I got um, heat exposure last week as the Pink Panther. <laughs> and someone said, to come up to me later. He went off to get someone to get a drink of water. And they said, are you, are you here with Tony the Tiger? And I thought, this is something I've been asked that. Yeah. And I said, yeah. He said, he's lying down in front of the refreshments. <laughs> it's not really on brand for a tiger. They should be able to do well in the heat. It should be no. the cold that troubles. No, he wasn't a method uh, <laughs> bloke. Um, so I got you a gift, but I, I slightly messed it up. Okay. I wanted to get you a. Well, I'll, I'll show you what it Excellent. is. Excellent. You got a wolf shirt. It's a West Brom. <laughs> no, it's a West Brom shirt. Ideal boilers. On with skin of ten on, on the back for the ten years that well, you've done. Well, that's brilliant. But what? I got it in the wrong size, and I didn't realise it's one of those things where I've clicked. The, I've obviously clicked it twice, so I've got two shirts. One's the right size, but with nothing on the back. Yeah. And the other one's the wrong size, but with something on the back. And I even added the. Um, Sleeve sponsors. Oh, nice. Nice touch. There's a bit of detail. Of course, my first thought is bedroom role play. (laughs) (laughs) Was to? Twin strike. (laughs) I was was thinking of keeping it domestic. (laughs) So there you go. That's brilliant. It's almost like you signed for the club, isn't it? Have you you got any... I imagine it's the sort of thing people get you quite regularly. Well, I haven't got the new shirt, actually. I bought my my son the complete new kit, and he still supports Tottenham. (laughs) Um, But... um, yeah, I, I no, that that's brilliant. You think well, it won't fit me? Well, that's a small. It does look. It looks snug. But I've got you a medium that will fit. So uh, um, Buzz, Buzz could have the small. Yeah, exactly. One. And you could have. You could wear that together to games. What about if the three of us went out? Me, mother, father, and son with yeah. that, with, with that on. Do I have to buy another one? It's costing no, no, me a fortune. No, don't, don't, <laughs> yeah. This don't habit of yours. I think it's tax deductible. Must be. Is it? Yeah. You think so? Well, we've discussed it on air now, so technically it was bought for work. Oh, there you go. I'm covered. <laughs> We should get something else. Is that Porsche arriving at some point? <laughs> You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Now, I was saying there just a second ago, Frank, that obviously you're famously a West Brom fan, but your son, Buzz, supports Tottenham Hotspur. Yes. Oh, is that is it's... that a problem for you? Yes. <laughs> How do you deal with that as a parent? Well, Punishment? I, the, my first way of dealing with it was to buy him the full West Brom kit and take him to a yes. West Brom home game. And we won 4-1. Oh, so nice. I thought we'd see... But, 
he spent most of the second half crying because he, when when we scored the second goal, he stood on the seat um, uh, in excitement and he got his leg trapped <gasps> in the seat. I've done that. And um, <laughs> oh, there was four of us and it took us five minutes to get him out. And every time we moved the seat, one well, minute, that's really hurting. <laughs> and he was, his leg was properly bruised and scratched. <laughs> and so many, and I, I'd said to him before, one thing about you, you always remember your first match. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're crippled. <laughs> 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 uh, but then I took it, then Michael McIntyre said, well, why don't you come to, you know, to Wembley for a game? Uh. So we went along there and, uh, of course, he parks under Wembley. We went uh. up to the director's oh. And we were playing oh, Wolves. Yeah. Because I said, let's go to the Wolves game, then we'll all want Tottenham to win. Yes. You know, so uh, it worked well. Anyway, Wolves won 3 1. <laughs> At the end of it, Boz literally burst into tears when they blew the final whistle. Oh, but that's a good sign. He's already emotionally involved in it. I know, but I don't want him to get emotionally involved in Tottenham. Of course, yeah, that is. No, but it was—he yeah. he was properly crying after. I thought if every time I cried the, if I cried every time the Albion lost, I would be an even thinner man. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried reasoning with him and saying that this is about where your dad's from and well, the football's not is, about enjoyment? I, I, when I wrote my—that's certainly true. When I wrote my autobiography in '99, I said in there that. It's very easy to decide which football team you support. You get a tape measure and an A to Z, and the nearest professional team yes. to where you were born or where you live is your is your team. So it's a bit harsh now for me to say uh, you should support West Brom. Especially as it, it's a better life as a Spurs fan, isn't it? Well, at the, I mean, at Wembley, you can get tickets and stuff. I mean, I've been to Wembley more since he's been a Spurs fan than I ever went to St. Albion. <laughs> but uh, it's, it, it hurt. I mean, I, I had this idea of me and him getting in the car on a Saturday. And, you know, he's mad about Queen, listening to Queen all the oh, way wow. there. And uh, I don't personally don't like Queen much, but... Um, <laughs> Have you got anything in common? <laughs> um, yeah, we've both got very small football shirts now. <laughs> oh, man, I'm kicking myself, because... Oh, but it's not, in the end, it's ended up as a better gift, because it's a father. This could be the turning point. Well, I tried this, the one with my name on, I just tried to put on, and I actually couldn't get my head through, <laughs> the, through the neck hole. Yeah, very I small thought, neck I hole. thought it was going to be an emergency cesarean. <laughs> the Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. <laughs> It's a double air horn. Frank, have you ever double air horned? Um, not since my 30s. <laughs> Incredible drama in the Premier League, Matt yes, Dyson. Yes, uh, West Ham against Huddersfield. West Ham took the lead through a Mark Noble penalty and then Huddersfield went straight out the other end and got an equaliser. Bakuna with the goal, it's one all. Bakuna Matata. Speak. Bakuna Matata indeed, that's what they say. Harry Maguire, <laughs> by the way, was sent off for... Uh, it was a straight red. I think uh, one of the... It was Goodmanson of Burnley was through on goal and he brought him down so yeah it's a straight red I'd say what's strange about it is this theory that referees don't want to send people off too early in the yeah, game yeah yeah you know, I remember what was the guy Rogers somebody who he, um, he had that cup final when Gaza Roger, oh, yes, Milford. Roger Milford Roger against, Milford, yeah. against Forest. He should have sent off Gaza. He kicked someone in the chest. Knee. Yeah, Gary Parker. Parker in the Parker chest. Yeah. Yeah. right in the chest. And he didn't. Oh, and if he'd have horrendous. sent him off, then Gaza would not have got the injury later yeah. in the thing, and England would have won the World Cup. Yes, 100%. so Milford is to blame. So Milford is to blame. Yes. And 
we'd have won the Forest would have won the FA yeah. Cup. Yeah, because they should have been down to ten men. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I felt like, and obviously we we're, we're biased. I feel like, and maybe you have this as a West Brom fan because people are broadly positive about West Brom, aren't they? Not many people beyond your rivals would hate West Brom. No, I think that's true. I think Forest are one of those clubs that the neutral would root for. But how do you account for the song that began? We ain't nothing. Oh yeah, syllables. That's all it is. Isn't it, it was because I used to sing that, and I thought I don't really have any just, strong feelings. Yeah, it just about. scammed well. That's all. Well, there's <laughs> the other one about. Well, the West Brom one is walk along the prom 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 where the brass band play. Yes, but of course the best West, West Brom West. chant of all time was. We will follow the Albion over land and sea and water. <laughs> <laughs> All three, yeah. just in case. Oh, oh this is another goal in the Premier League. It's <laughs> <laughs> another one for Huddersfield. Would you what? believe it? Another comeback could be on. Uh, Grant has scored for Huddersfield. They're winning 2-1 at West Ham. Oh, they were meant, West Ham were meant to beat Cardiff last weekend. Yeah, And reached that magical 40-point number. And then they've gone, they're losing what again to Huddersfield. What is going on? Huddersfield are doing what West Brom did last season. They're having a brilliant comeback too late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they'll stay up? Huddersfield? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> Never ask me that again. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. I always think that's what that song needed at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. There's uh, always something missing for me in that house, right? <laughs> that was it. Um, Ten-man Leicester City have only gone and scored, haven't they? Incredible. Against Burnley. Lovely stuff. And Forrest have equalised it. Thank switch God. Well. Do you think goal. Sean Dyche will be furious? Yeah, I think he will be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in our featured game at Brentford, uh, still no goals for West Brom. That's it's all right. Left. You could have gone to that today, Frank. I could have, but you know what? Being with you was too good a chance to miss. I'll say it like you mean it. <laughs> I'll say it like I mean it. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Half-time whistles blowing across the country. West Brom still nil-nil away at Brentford. Forest Road one-one away at Ipswich. Be nice if we both won today. Yeah, I think yeah, we have got. Um, I think we've got more goals in the last 15 minutes than any other team in the Championship. You got a very late one against us earlier this season. That was very mm. heartbreaking. Yeah. Sorry about that. Questionable. But anyway, <laughs> moving on. It still hurts because that was the first time I'd ever been to the Hawthorns and it's such a lovely day out. And you know when right you accused end... me earlier of being insincere when I said I was happy to be on the... <laughs> well, that apology for that goal, that's me being insincere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always fascinated by what footballers do after football because obviously you, you still see the pundits and the, the ones that continue to work in the game, but you always hear about, like, John Sitton drives a, uh, a London cab. Neil Webb apparently was postman, a postman yeah, for a while. Yeah. Well, Ernie Hunt, who scored the famous donkey kick that used to be on the opening credits of Match of the Day. Yes. Very famous oh, yeah. He, um, someone told me he was selling ice cream off a push bike. <laughs> so it, it's gone back to 50s America. Yeah, what? it was a difficult, it was a harder <laughs> game in those days. I remember seeing Paul Stewart selling, he would sell plasma screen tellies into nightclubs. Really? I was in the lobby of Rock wow. City one day, and Paul Stewart, who scored the winning goal in the F- yes, FA Cup final against us. Yeah. It was very uh, emotional. But um, ex-Millwall player Robbie Ryan was interviewed in The Sun this week. He now works on the London Underground, and The Sun says, for the past 12 years, Ryan has worked here as a TFL cable linesman where his former life is barely known. From an upsetting exit at Millwall to falling out of love with the game at Bristol Rovers, and especially the sponsorship offer from an X-rated TV channel, Ryan keeps it all under wraps. 
say the sun in a three-page <laughs> spread. I bet he tells everyone he used to play for Millwall. Yeah. yeah. Of course you would. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to just go... Someone says, all right, mate, you go, yeah, I don't need to be down here. Well, if you're stopped in the street one night, aren't you going to say, look, I used to play for Millwall. OK, mate, no trouble. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, there's a... there's a cause The headline is from EFL to TFL, which is a nice... Oh, that's yeah, good. That's, that's, that's good. good. A lovely pun. I mean, maybe that's the basis of the article. They worked backwards from the headline. <laughs> Had to find someone who was working for CFL. It's taken them years to track him down. Like Aid in Britain, which was a programme about Aid Edmondson travelling around Britain. Uh, Clearly they got the name and thought, <laughs> we'll, we'll find some of you to do. There's a bit in it, and it is totally out of keeping with the rest of the article, but this is a quote yeah. with the article. It says, I've seen a fox literally chopped in half on the railways. I've seen a rat with its head hanging off. I took a photo to show my missus and kid. <laughs> and kid, that was the thing. Wow. It's gory detail, isn't it? Yeah. But coming home from work saying, love, I've got an announcement. She's going, oh, is it that big promotion? Yeah. Well, not, not, not quite. Look at this rat with his head hanging off. Yeah, were they both as a result of his tackles? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Because Millwall, with him being Millwall, it's very, it's very possible. Well, his big regret in life was that he had the opportunity to cripple Cristiano Ronaldo and didn't yeah. take it. Yeah. I mean... He's, now he takes out on animals. Yeah. <laughs> Just me against a fox and a rat and run them all over South London and mugs. I bet there'll be taxidermists all over Britain thinking, if you find any more, could you put them in a jiffy bag? But that'd be, that'd be a good selling point, wouldn't it? Animals killed by footballers that you then get to keep. Yeah, yeah, I would. I'd buy uh, one of those if it was the right yeah. player. Yeah, I bet Roy Keane's killed a few animals in his time, <laughs> oh, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, sure. Oh, strangulation. Is <laughs> I guess is his uh, is his method, his modus operandi. I think when Alfie Ingerhalen goes, I would have him embalmed and have him in my house. <laughs> yeah. That's what the next best thing. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. God forbid uh, West Brom were to lose today, Frank. Okay. How, how would it affect you? Like, how emotionally invested do you get in in the results? I'm, I'm, you know, I'd, I'd like to say that I'm better than I used to be, but I still, when we win, I still find myself lying in bed that night reliving the moments with yes. a warm glow. And when we don't, I still, like, none of my food tastes as nice as it normally does. <laughs> I don't, it's a it, weird You're scraping thing. off the wall, I suppose. That's... Yeah, it's, it's a weird thing, but it's, um, it still gets in a, a sort of bone marrow level, I would say. I get really mad. I think you're more philosophical about it, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, you really take it to heart, don't you? Yeah. It ruins the week until we play again and sort it out. I'm still. I remember at school, and we must have only been 11 years old, this lad Aaron, who used to sit opposite us in science talking about football. And I remember him saying, Oh, if Forrest lose, just ruins your week, doesn't it? I remember even then thinking he was too young to feel like that. Yeah. It's like an 11 year old yeah. carrying that around. He'd obviously heard his dad say it. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of pain. It's like my son being the Tottenham fan. He said to me, when I said to him, you know, I was hoping you support West Brom, he said, well, maybe I could just have Tottenham as my premiership team. Yeah. That felt a bit long-term. Yeah. He's written this season off, <laughs> This season had the ref. Does he sound like a Tottenham fan? Is he like... Is he, oh, he's dad, happy. Yeah, he's all happy. right, dad. All right, my old mate. I mean, basically, he supports England, I think. And and at club level, Tottenham is as close as you can get. Because the World Cup was what started him off. OK, fair dues. Uh, and, of course, there's Trippier and Kane and Deli Alley. Rose, and, yeah. Uh, yeah and, and Eric Dyer gets the winning penalty in the penalty shootout. So, if you know, it, it was a sort of continuation. West Brom's um, involvement in the World Cup was... 
relatively minimal. <laughs> was there any involvement? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Hagazi was in the oh, uh, yeah. in the Egypt team, and that didn't that didn't uh, that didn't, that didn't make that any difference to the ten year old boy. No. I, I, I must have didn't move me that much. <laughs> Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Got brass. <laughs> that was lovely. Thanks very much. It was in tune. <laughs> I used to work for Chrissy Iron. I used to go and get the uh, snacks for uh, lunchtime. A bit of cake. But um, didn't like meringue. Always used to say, don't get meringue. <laughs> 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 Six hours in. <laughs> <laughs> it's, still going, it's still going through actually eight hours in, isn't it? Um, it is, yeah, it is eight hours. You must hours. be delirious. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like a kid in a toy shop. <laughs> well, that's it, but a, a, a kid, because a kid in a toy shop uh, could could be a bad thing. If you only allowed one toy, then... Uh, yeah, yeah, kid in a toy shop who's been in there for eight hours. A child of means. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there has been a goal in the Premier Goals, League. yes. Just recently, another goal for Bournemouth. Uh, they have got an equaliser against Newcastle. Josh King with a penalty. And just before half-time, uh, Newcastle took the lead in that game. We, it was remiss of us. We forgot to tell you about that. It was Solomon Rondon scoring wow, just before I do half-time. not believe that. <laughs> when he played for West Brom... In oh, the yeah. Premiership. It's like he'd never seen a goal yeah. in his life. <laughs> yeah, that's and true. Now, I, I'm good. I hope he just plays well enough for Newcastle for them to make the loan permanent and then they can find out the truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leroy Sane, who is obviously a, a wonderful footballer, plays mm. for Manchester City. Uh, apparently his contract negotiations have stalled Partly because his mum, who was a, a she represented Germany in the 1984 Olympics, Brilliant. Yeah. and she was a bronze medalist in in the gymnastics, she has proved a, a obstructive, <laughs> according to, to the British tabloids. She's the one stopping him from having these contract talks. Now, firstly, I don't know how you feel about mums getting involved in. <laughs> Well, I imagine after a gymnastic experience, she's bent over backwards. <laughs> no, I saw the... Um, she's very much my type, the mom. Uh, is she? Oh, well, wow. athletic. No, well, no, she's less, less athletic now, but she's got the piercing blue eyes. And, yeah, uh, yeah I, I, I think I could, uh, I could deal with her financially. <laughs> you, what, you, do you mean if you were the club, you could bring her in? Well, I just think that there used to be a big thing in football of signing players and all that, especially when they were young, was all about getting their mum and dad on yeah, side. Yeah, going around the And I like house. the idea yeah. in this age of big finance that it's not some, <laughs> some you know, smart Alec agent. His mum is, is turning up. I mean, she's a bit, you know, she's a bit glamorous. She's not like the mum's... Of yesteryear. <laughs> when I went to school, every mum at the school gate looked like Sir Elton John. <laughs> but the yummy mummy did not exist. But, um, yeah, I, I love the... I think more parents um, should be brought in but to does, negotiate. Because it would be... Uh, my mum would definitely side with the club. That would be the, oh, that would be the danger. Uh, She'd say, really? yeah, you've got to pull your finger out this season. The chairman's <laughs> right. Yeah, You've been led astray by that Aguero, lad. You need to stop talking to him. Yeah, that is all you're worth. You've yeah. stopped scoring goals, haven't you, because you're not trying hard enough. <laughs> but, 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 they're playing me out of position, Mum. Oh, I imagine I'd say. I, I like all the mums like at the gates of yeah. the manager's uh, thing, all waiting for the players to come out. No, I think it's 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 lovely. I, uh, you know, George Formby's wife was his agent, and she was notoriously um, terrifying. What was she? And uh, I, I I hope that this will be set a trend. 
Would you want your mum negotiating on your behalf? No, it'd be horrendous. It'd be so embarrassing. It's like, why are you getting involved? <laughs> Mum, I told you not to come on down here. It's ridiculous. I remember Nicholas Adelke used to get his his brother was like his agent. I quite like family involvement, but not necessarily. Yeah, a Joe mother. Joe Bugner, the heavyweight boxer. His wife was his uh, yeah. manager. I remember. It's, I think that yeah, Tom Jones, his um, son, was his manager. I didn't know this. Yeah, It'd be it's weird having your son, wouldn't it? Yeah. Still a black son. Someone told me they were at a, a, a in an airport bar, and Tom Jones and his son um, went in there pre-flight, and he watched them. They were in there like an hour, and they had nine pints. Wow. <laughs> what? Oh my god! And they went and got on a plane. <laughs> oh, that is unusual. <laughs> I think it was crop spraying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, and right on the stroke there, a goal in the championship Whoa. for the baggies. Why? Kyle Edwards. <laughs> He's a good player. Is he good? Is he? Yeah. He's a bloke, I think, who will be one of these. Be a really, really good one player. to watch. Skinner's one to watch. But we won't be able to hold on to him properly. Now, Kyle Edwards, I've got nice. good feelings about. Wow. Oh, that's brilliant. Uh, that. West Brom leading 1 0, Forrester 1 0 with Ipswich. Oh, I'll have to come in here every week now. <laughs> You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Remarkable scenes in. Oh, I'm already annoyed with myself for saying that. Remarkable scenes. People say, like, amazing scenes, don't they? (laughs) They do, yeah. I'm not a fan of that phrase, and I've gone gone and done it. You've changed it slightly by adding remarkable scenes. A bit more highbrow. Arsene Wenger was spotted in North London this week, apparently getting on a bus. (laughs) Yeah, what I liked about this, because it said that... um, he appeared to board a 326 <laughs> bus. I thought, where's the grey area? <laughs> yeah, Either he got on the bus or he didn't. Yeah. What was on a lot of a crowd of people and he disappeared, the bus was moving away. They yeah. put two and two together. He's just pretending. You know, what was I, I, I think it's... And he, had, he was carrying a blue file. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what was in That's that. Amazing. It just sounded a bit weird. shady. Do you know I saw him in Cape Town once before an England game in wow. the World Cup? And he sat on his own in a hotel. And there was loads of football fans around. And he sat on his own at the table. And he, he called the waitress over and had a word. Or just a hotel person. And she came back with a big red apple on a plate with a knife and fork. And he, and he ate it with a knife and fork. What? Oh, that makes me think. Oh. That, that's the sort of thing that would be at the start of an episode of The X-Files or something. Or, yeah. That is. Or the Krypton family. <laughs> And you watched him eat it with an open Oh, I watched him in utter fascination. What? Pips and all? No, no, he left the oh, court. he left the court, he cuts yeah. around the court. But he cut, so he did little curvatures, so he didn't leave much of the court. I don't need to think he just left like a cube. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but he's he really obviously something any. he did regularly. Wow, that is remarkable scenes. <laughs> that, is, that, that is really are remarkable scenes. No, he's getting on buses. He's getting on buses. I mean, has he gone mad? Why is he getting the bus? But then maybe, is, has he got a free bus pass now? Is it well, he's old enough. Oh, he's he's old freedom pass. So that's why he's just going, I might as well use it. You know. I don't know if he's. Um, I think Freedom Pass is sixty six, but he oh, could get. Right? He could get a, a, he get a over sixties travel card. Right, so he I've gets twenty five percent off a bus ticket. <laughs> and you know, my West Brom season ticket got reduced when I turned sixty. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> wow, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, but I, I have to wear a flat cap. That's the only. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see Wenger on the bus. I'd just love to hear him. Just the Wenger bus. I mean, it became a reality. It's unbelievable. <laughs> One, two, down, please. I'm amazed he even saw it. Once he got in that bus stop, he never saw anything <laughs> from the bed. <laughs> Matt, Matt, and you. Rock and roll football. <laughs> 
sound of Frank's going to clear in his throat. I had a, uh, oh, a, an anecdote that... Oh, <laughs> no, no, not at all, but um, the Matt Dyson and I are very keen to hear about your experiences of Martin O'Neill. Well, I was at the World Cup, and I think it was the Germany World Cup. I've been to a few, and um, I was talking to Martin O'Neill, and um, he was interested, that because I come from the West Midlands, that I'd know who the Black Panther was, who was a, a, an armed killer who is still in prison and um, and shot a few people locally with a shotgun. And he was saying, uh, and he said to me, uh, that's a fascinating case here. He said, I, I went to the trial. And I said, you're joking. I said, oh, it's not. I, I said, so far, I went to the trial. I took my wife, who was seven months pregnant, and we queued in the pouring rain. And we got in a real good seat. And it was the day he tried the blood-soaked gloves on. And I thought, <laughs> what? And he, he talks about this. I can't, obviously, the accent's not that good. It was brilliant. He said, and he said what really annoyed me, he said, was um, when I went back, uh, I was with the Northern Ireland team, and I told him I'd been into the trial. And Pat Jennings, he just phoned a couple of people and he got walked in uh, and got, got like a comp. He said he's right in the middle of the uh, right in the middle of the public. Uh, he said when I saw him for Forest, he said I think one of the things was I saw a sign for the A40, and I thought, God, that's the, that's the Han Ra- where Han Ratty did the murder. So he was what? that was part of it. He's completely obsessed with wow. true crime and all. I mean, the details he knew about stuff. Was amazing. Is there, a, is there a VIP area in courtrooms now? Is that how it well, works? I think you have to sit in the public gallery, but the idea of Pat Jennings being walked in is a lovely <laughs> VIP at the court. And you don't want to yeah. be sat behind Pat Jennings at the Black Panther trial. I wouldn't see a damn thing. <laughs> I used to go and watch trials at Nottingham did, County. Did you really? Yeah, the Crown Court. Yeah, when I was a student, I'd have loads of time. I was like, I'll just go and watch a trial. What happened is I've been to Parliament. And figured out you can just go and watch parliamentary right. proceedings. And someone was like, oh, yeah, you can do it at court. So I was like, well, that's the next best thing. And you go and watch murder trial. There's a great one, an armed robbery of a, 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 a spate of post office armed robberies. There's always a spate when it's a crime. <laughs> yeah. oh, I've been to a few post mortems. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, you, you go and, and you expect the courtroom to be like it is on telly, where it's these hotshot barristers going, no further questions, Your Honour. And it's not like that at all. Most of them are really rubbish and they forget their paperwork. There was one, there was a trial, and they were trying to explain to the judge how computers worked. And he, he couldn't get his head around Microsoft Word. And they go, well, Your Honour, um, uh, when we say the file was... Imagine, if you will, a, a filing cabinet. And every time the cabinet is opened, imagine a date was stamped on the front of it. And then any time within that drawer, then the date is stamped every time that door is open. He's going, right, OK, yeah, uh, OK. And then there was one where the... <laughs> this is like the old judge saying, who is Gaza? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's exactly like that. The jury fell asleep at one point. He well, it hardly counts as a uh, trial of uh, your 12 peers if four of them are asleep. Oh. <laughs> we shall suspend proceedings until oh. four in the afternoon. It's brilliant. I was like, this is really funny. And, of course, when people swear in court, I mean, we can't recreate that on the radio, but hearing people swear in court, I can you please tell that. the police officer what you said? He said, I said, I'll effing strangle him. But please, did you say effing or did you say the word? Oh, <laughs> these, wow. these hardened oh, criminals right. going, C- is it okay to swear in court? It's again? like the <laughs> Lady, <laughs> Chatt- Lady Chatterley's lover <laughs> trial when everyone's saying absolutely obscene stuff. And that was in Nottinghamshire as well, wasn't it? So it's, 
Was it? Is that D.H. Lawrence? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. West Brom still winning, Forest still drawing. Any more goals in the Premier League, Matt? Um, no, it's Not as you were, of. really. As you were. A quiet day in the Premier League. There's not much going on, no. It's time for Paperback Striker. Paperback Striker. I'm going to read four excerpts from a famous footballer's autobiography. Maybe in their accent, maybe in a different accent to put you off the scent. And you have to try and guess whose autobiography it is. Text us 8, 12, 15. The moment you think you've got it right, and Matt and Frank are going to try and guess it as well. So here we go. Counted down the hours, minutes and seconds before we burst into the sports hall, our Anfield, our Wembley. As well as being in good hands, I was also in good company. Michael Owen and Jason Kumas were in my year at Liverpool and we quickly fell in together. Talent attracts. Oh. Mm. Okay. Joining Liverpool was like starting a love affair. You know we'll never, never end. It's true. You'll never walk alone at Anfield. Of course, I could have gone to another top club. Loads pursued me. Man United, Arsenal, Everton, Spurs. You name it. I think the accent seems genuine this time. Yeah. This is this is not a red herring. Do you think uh, Jamie Redmond? Could it be? <clears throat> I even captained England. It was only a friendly. It was only a friendly, but it felt like the World Club final. We'd lost to a girl from Sweden, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, but the armband in the memory will stay with me forever. Wow. Jason. Yeah, no. is it is it no, is it no, having shoulders? Is it the head and shoulders? No, he's, he's he's not, he's, he was no, not him. Okay, this is the last clue. Me and the European Cup were alone together. I never slept with it. I never had my legs wrapped round it or nothing. I just stood there on one of those tables with a mirror where the missus does her makeup. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, it's gone mad in the Premier League. My God! Whoa! Hold that thought. Matt Dyson has got an equaliser for West Ham. It's three all at the Taxpayers Stadium as we speak. They've come back from three one down. In My word! Finally, some football has burst into life this afternoon. So, text us when you think you know who it is, and is we'll it, get. Is it Jamie Carragher? No, it's not. No. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Well, only one person got that right. I thought more people. Oh my yeah. word! Before we even say that, my word! What is happening? West Ham have got a fourth, four-three now oh. against Huddersfield. What an exciting game that one is! Oh, you know, it's I very rarely now I get excited about getting home for match of the day. But that's one of those Hernandez days now. Well. I can't wait to uh, watch that later. A brace for Javier Hernandez, the little P. It's going to be an indifferent match of the day tonight, yeah. though, isn't he? Yeah. It's going to be that and nothing else. Really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I've never been so excited about the first half of match of the day as <laughs> <laughs> I've been today. One person got paperback striker right was, of course, Stephen Joe. I say, of course. It really annoys me when, when pub quiz hosts do that. Yeah. yeah. It was, of course, yeah. 1947. But they didn't know that before. Yeah. They downloaded it off the internet. Mm. Martin, the exiled no. Scotsman in Solihull, said, Jimmy Carragher... Oh, what's happening? Last-minute winner for Leicester. Ten-man oh, Leicester it. City. Where's Morgan, Where's Morgan popping up? Ten-man Two man Leicester. Leicester. Oh, I thought it was going to be Forrest then. No, There's only a couple of minutes not. left. No, yeah, Forrest the drawing. I've always switch. called him, by the way, Stephen Gerrard. <laughs> oh. Oh. And I think there used to be a quite a, a, a big racehorse um, called Brigadier Gerrard when I was a kid. Oh. And I, I know they're not related, but I, although Emily News was, wasn't he known as something like Crazy Horse? I think. Was he? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Um, great but, nickname. Um, I, uh, yeah, I've always called uh, Stephen, uh, Stephen Gerrard. 
what you call, what do you call, I can't even say Gerard, <laughs> Stephen Gerard. I've yeah. always called him that, yeah. yeah. That's oh. like it makes him sound slightly posher. Yeah. Yeah, it's like um, Sven Joran Eriksson uh, used to say, the World Cup. I, yeah. al- I always like <laughs> yeah, that switch the world. of emphasis. <laughs> <laughs> so there are many cops, and this one is the World Cup. The it kind of makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I always got, um, even now, I'd never know whether to say McEnroe or McEnroe for the tennis player. John. Oh, yeah. And I'm not, I don't even know what's right, John McEnroe or John McEnroe. I say McEnroe, certainly. And I, I mix up McEnroe. economics and e- economics. And it's just whatever mood I'm in, it'll come out. Neither, neither. Manic street preachers. I always say manic street preachers because that uh, isn't it a description of street preachers manic, rather than a place called manic street. Right, street. Actually, yeah, that's actually. Oh, of course, a manic street preacher. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm gonna, that's going to change the way I live my life. Well, oh, like, that's in that regard, see if you can readjust people even slightly. I think that's a good thing. <laughs> Matt, Matt, and you. Rock and roll football. Even more drama in the Premier League, Matt Dyson. Yeah, Richie with an equaliser for Newcastle. It's two all at Bournemouth. Amazing. My word. So, as, uh, pretty much all the games pretty are much over. Done. It's full time at uh, Turf Moor. Burnley have lost at home to 10 man Leicester City 2 1. And West Ham have uh, staged an amazing comeback to beat Huddersfield 4 3. In the game of the day. And the championship, oh, our featured match in the championship is, of course, West Brom away at Brentford. Uh, still playing, uh, and West Brom still winning 1 0, and oh. Forest drawing 1 all. As it stands, that Rock puts West Brom in Ipswich. fourth. Yeah, still we, in fourth. Whatever happens, we seem to be in yeah. fourth. We can lose <laughs> yeah. three games and stay in yeah. fourth, or win two on the trot and still be in fourth. But you're yeah. 11 points into the playoffs. Yes, I think we're going to be in the playoffs. And would you yeah. would you back yourselves to go up through the playoffs? Well, I've I've been in uh, two sets of playoffs as a West Brom fan. We went, we come up from Division One. How many as a player? <laughs> Fortunately, <laughs> that didn't happen. But um, we won one, which is it is the best feeling ever. But losing one. Oh. It was absolutely sick. I cried in front of Lee Dixon. I mean, how embarrassing. <laughs> how embarrassing is that? Did he, com- oh, did he wow. comfort you? Was not, he? not really. He did it in a footballer's kind of a way, you know, but he didn't actually, he didn't embrace me. I think because you're wearing the West Brom kit in the studio, I've, I've slightly slipped into interviewing you like you were a player at that point. Yeah, exactly. The, what, the players actually coming in their kids. <laughs> I used to think that's all players wore. I had this banjo um, t- teacher who came to the Germany World Cup to give me a lesson. And uh, he said, I don't know anything about football. Who are the main England players? And I said, there's a uh, Rooney, do you know him? And he said, I think he was on the plane. I said, how do you know? He said he had it on his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, oh, the naivety of it's beautiful. Uh, Frank, it's been an honour having you in today. Well, it's been all oh, this full time West yeah. Brom. Oh, what a note to end on. Hey. See you next week. Frank's still here for another hour. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, man. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Well, there you go. What a, what a podcast and what an experience. Frank, it's been a pleasure having you here today. It's been, I tell you what, it's been like sitting with two blokes talking about football. Wow. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah, yeah but I mean in a very heightened, polished way, obviously. <laughs> Real professional viewers. Yeah. And also, sitting with two blokes talking about football is my idea of a fantastic afternoon out, so thank you very much. It's been a pleasure having you. We'll be back next week. Matt, always a pleasure. Yeah, it's going to be a bit after the Lord Mayor's show next week, isn't it? <laughs> Why is it the Lord Mayor's show? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It's on the, it's on the day. Yeah, uh, so that's that's it, yeah. Early that morning. <laughs> it will be very after the Lord Mayor's show. It really will be.
Well, we're going to try and follow this somehow next week, so do tune in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't give up on us. I feel like you've done a ratner there. <laughs> don't listen next week, for God's sake. <laughs> Rock and roll football. Podcast done.